What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Welcome to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like to ask it on the air, call the station right now, 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-KABC. I'm always surprised when many of you don't call during the program, but then you email me later um, or you call the office. This is a great opportunity to ask your questions because if you have the question, I'm sure many other people also have that question. So don't be shy. Again, the number is 1-800-222-5222. If this is the first time you're joining the program, welcome. My name is Naz Baruti. I'm an attorney in Southern California. I've been practicing for over a decade, and I focus my practice on estate planning, making sure that my clients have the proper legal documents to protect themselves for the day that they pass away or, God forbid, become incapacitated. Now, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you, and trust me, you are not going to like that plan. So for the next hour, I'm going to share some information with you that can impact the rest of your life and ultimately protect your family. The goal of my practice has always been to help my clients create, protect, and transfer wealth. And unfortunately, a lot of this information I'm going to share during the program, many Americans have no idea that the law is the way it is. So please make sure to pay attention. Take some notes if you can. And if you've missed any of our previous shows, you can always visit the KABC website. Click on Shows, Love, Death, and Money, and it will take you to our iTunes page. And to get more information about my practice, you can always visit my website, barutilaw.com, B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. And the name of this show, Love, Death, and Money, was inspired by the book that I published in 2018 called Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself. This is a legal guide specifically written for women on how you can protect yourself during different stages of life. The first part of the book goes through the importance of estate planning, what is estate planning, what documents do you need to protect yourself And the second part of the book is traps to avoid. These are real-life cases of individuals who either planned properly or didn't have a plan and the devastating consequences it had. So this is a really eye-opening book. For those of you that want to get more information about estate planning, you can pick up a copy at... um, Uh, by visiting Amazon.com. There's a paperback version or the Kindle version. Again, the book is called Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself. Um, I just got back from a 10-day trip. 
Um, it was a great trip. You know, it's always nice to leave uh, the United States to see how other uh, countries operate and and live. And I was in uh, Denmark for a while in Copenhagen. And honestly, it, it was so eye-opening to see how calm people were. I don't think I heard one honk the whole time I was there. Uh, everybody was in good spirits. Uh, everybody was kind. It was very wild to see coming from Los Angeles. And just to see the family dynamic was really nice. And I want to talk about relationships today because when we talk about estate planning and end of life, um, relationships play a big factor in our decision making, whether we're married, whether um, we are single, whether we are a single mom or, or father, um, whether we lost a spouse, uh, whether we have family members that we would not want to leave anything to. It's important to have this conversation about relationships and for you to figure out which category you fit in and how you can protect yourself and the people that you love, whether they are family members, whether they're children, whether they're spouses or just significant others that you um, are living with. Now, the most concerning thing for me as an attorney, an estate planning attorney, is how many Americans don't have a plan. And there is this assumption that the government, the state has your back. And unfortunately, they don't have your back. I did say at the beginning of the program, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. But don't think that this plan necessarily favors you because this plan is not free. This plan still requires your loved ones to go through the court process. And that court process has a fee. It's not free. And the last place that you would want your family members or loved ones to end up is probate court. Probate court is the court that administers an individual's estate when they pass away without any written plan, whether that's a trust or a will. And this process of going through probate is time-consuming, it's expensive, and everything becomes public record. Now, 72% of women and 59% of men in a recent survey said they do not have an estate plan. The top reason that most people give for not having an estate plan is they think they don't have enough money to warrant one. In California, probate is required for all estates worth more than $166,250. So I'm going to repeat that number again, $166,250. If the value of your estate, meaning everything you own, equals this amount or more, and you don't have a plan, your family will have to end up in probate court. So this misconception that estate planning and having a plan is just for the rich and famous, I want you to take that misconception and throw it away. That is not true. If your estate is $166,250 or more, you need to create a plan. Now, for some reason, almost two-thirds of Americans don't have this plan. My take is either they don't know they need to have this plan 
or two, they don't want to have this conversation and they think estate planning is expensive. Now, I understand that when we talk about attorneys and visiting attorneys, everybody gets scared because they think it's so expensive. To some extent, yes, working with an attorney is expensive. Working with a professional is expensive. But you know what is more expensive? Not working with a professional and leaving it up to this system, the court that we call probate. Now, in California, in California, when you go through probate, there are statutory fees. So this plan that I said, if you don't have a plan in place, the state of California has one for you. They are going to take a percentage of your estate to have your family go through probate. Now, it's based on the gross value of the estate. So I just want to give you the numbers so you can have an idea. So you have to compare. Is it better to go to an attorney and a professional to get this plan in place so your family doesn't have to go through the court process? Or would you prefer your family members pay these fees? So 4% on the first $100,000 of the estate, 3% on the next 100000 2% on the next 800000 1% on the next $9 million. So just for argument's sake, let's say someone's estate is worth about a million dollars. Easy, easy. An attorney can take over $50,000 in fees. Now, I've seen some attorneys make six figures helping families that have to go through probate. Six figures. So you have to ask yourself right now while you're listening to this program, Would you rather pay an attorney to help you create this plan or would you rather have your family pay a big chunk of your estate to the courts and attorneys? Now, this fee is not the only downfall of probate. Like I said, it's a time-consuming process. On average, probate can take anywhere from six months to two years. Six months to two years. That's being generous in my my time frame. It can take even longer. I've seen probate cases take three, four, five years. Because when you get into that court system, things don't move fast. One thing we learned during the pandemic as estate planning attorneys is our clients, many of them, weren't prepared to live and they were not prepared to die, meaning that they didn't have enough in savings to cover them because of the shutdown. And for the ones that passed away, they didn't have their affairs in order and their families had to come to my office for help for probate. Now, when the pandemic first happened, We couldn't get a hold of death certificates because the coroner's office was so busy with cases. They were so behind with the number of bodies that were coming in. They couldn't give a death cert. They couldn't issue a death certificate. Without that death certificate, the families that came to our office couldn't file their petitions for probate because they didn't have a death certificate to prove that this individual, this decedent, 
passed away without a plan, and now they are the they were the rightful heirs, and they were claiming what was rightfully theirs. So imagine you lost a loved one, you don't have access to their assets, you have to go through probate court, you have to hire an attorney, you have to pay a pay a big chunk to the state when that loved one could have created a plan before something bad happened. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Naz Baruti, on Talk Radio 790 KABC. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Naz Baruti, on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like to ask it on the air, you can call the station right now, one 800 222 That's 1-800-222-KABC. And you can always visit my website for more information, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. And to order a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself, you can visit amazon.com. This book was published in 2018. And my incentive, my goal in creating this book was... Um, you know, over the last uh, 10 years of having my own practice, I noticed that a lot of women were timid when having conversations with their partners regarding end of life and um, estate planning. So I wanted to create an easy to understand guide geared towards the lives of women and how they could protect themselves during different stages, whether they were 18 going off to college, whether they were about to get married going through a divorce, uh, joining a blended family, or they lost a spouse, how they could protect themselves. And I know how intimidating it could be to speak to attorneys or how confusing sometimes we can be when we are talking about um, the law. So this is truly an easy-to-understand guide. Most readers, after reading this book, they there's a couple reactions, but mostly uh, the reaction I get is, oh, my God, I didn't know that was the law. And there is a quick urgency, um, a reaction to make sure that they create a plan for their families. Because if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And trust me, you are not going to like that plan. Now, two-thirds of Americans don't have an estate plan. And unfortunately, what will happen is that their estates will go through probate court. Like I mentioned, probate court is not a place that you want your family to end up because it is expensive, it is time-consuming, and everything becomes public record. So you have to take the power back and create a plan today while you have capacity. Estate planning, um, timing is everything. You know, when you don't have an estate plan, it's like driving on the 405 freeway without your seatbelt on. You're taking a risk. If you do get into a car accident and you go flying out of your windshield and the paramedics come and at that point you are able to say that I want to go back and put my seatbelt on, it's too late. And it's the same thing with the state planning. If you don't have a plan before something bad happens, it could be too late if you become incapacitated or, God forbid, pass away. So that's why we are having this conversation this evening and every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. about how you can protect yourself. Now, at the beginning of the program, I talked about relationships. Now, estate planning, again, there's a misconception 
um, amongst many Americans that you have to be rich and famous to create an estate plan. And there's also another misconception that estate planning is just for married couples. That couldn't be further from the truth. Um, us single people need to stick together and we need to support each other. And as an attorney, I need to let you know, those of you listening right now, if you're single, that doesn't mean that you don't need an estate plan. If anything, you should create an estate plan immediately. Now, the number of unmarried couples living together in the U.S. has more than doubled since 1990. In some regards, that's a good thing because less number of divorces. But as times have changed, so has the American perspective on marriage. Fewer couples feel pressured to get married before they're ready, with some choosing to just live together. Now, I'm not here to judge you. I, I, I don't care what kind of relationship you want to have, but there are financial drawbacks to remaining unmarried. And it's especially true when we're talking about retirement and estate planning. That's why it's important to have this end-of-life conversation if you are just living with a partner. Um, simply put, marriage provides certain default protections for couples, meaning that many of you listening right now own properties, um, whether that's husband and wife, uh, joint tenants with right of survivorship. So if something happens to one spouse, the other spouse will be able to um, inherit uh, the property. But what happens is some couples living together, or cohabitating together, maybe the property that you are living in is in the name of your significant other and you are not on title and you are unable to get on title because of loan purposes. Your credit might be really bad. You may be contributing to the mortgage of that house, but you are not on title. Now, if your partner passes away without a plan, without a trust, and their estate has to go through probate, you have no rights. As a partner just living with the person who passed away. Um, so members of an unmarried couple have no right to their partner's assets should one of them die. This is very important for you to understand if you are living with a significant other and you are not married. Now, making healthcare decisions, financial decisions, if there's incapacity, again, goes to next of kin. If you have been living with someone, let's say for 10, 15 years, and you're not married, and they become incapacitated, and you want to take over their financial and medical decisions to be able to manage their bills or to make medical decisions for them when they're in the hospital, you cannot without a financial or medical power of attorney. If you do not have one, their next of kin will be in full control. You may not get along with your significant other's adult children. Now, these are things that you need to think about. I know it's an uncomfortable conversation, but if we don't have these conversations now, when are we going to have them? When something bad happens, when you are in the middle of a crisis and you panic and you have to try to find an attorney and many attorneys will take advantage of your vulnerability in that moment. That is, that is why, why it is so crucial for you to plan before something bad happens. 
Now, having a financial power of attorney and a medical power of attorney may seem very insignificant now, but if your significant other becomes incapacitated, there needs to be something in place where you can step into their shoes and make financial and medical decisions for them. Without this document, you would have to go get a conservatorship. Conservatorships are not easy and they are not cheap. On average, it can cost anywhere from fifteen dollars to $20,000 to get a conservatorship to make these decisions for someone that's incapacitated. So another reason for couples that are unmarried to have these conversations about estate planning. Now, as a non-spouse, um, if you are a beneficiary, you're an unmarried partner. If you inherit an IRA, you face stricter requirements on when you need to withdraw the funds. So there are also a lot of benefits not available to unmarried couples, which requires you to have a conversation with your financial advisor or your attorney about retirement plans. So Social Security does not transfer usually to a non-married surviving partner. And there's not as many income tax benefits when you're not married. And you're unable to avoid a lot of estate or gift taxes. So if you are listening right now and your significant other, your unmarried partner, has a lot of assets, they're very wealthy, and you are intending to inherit that, you need to make sure that your partner has proper tax planning, they have proper asset protection, and first and foremost, an estate plan. Another thing that I want to talk about for those of you that decide to just live together, true, you don't have to go through the divorce process, but one of the things that you should be thinking about is a cohabitation agreement. So that if you do separate, it's very clear about how your finances or assets are going to be divided. Now, a cohabitation agreement is just like a prenuptial agreement, but it's for couples that are not legally married. Ladies and gentlemen, the point of having these conversations is that estate planning is key. You don't have to be a millionaire. And if you don't have the plan in place, the state of California has one for you. And when we are talking about couples that are living together, but they are unmarried, this conversation still applies. You are not going to have um, as many rights that are given to married couples through default. So it's important to get a plan in place. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you've been putting off getting an estate plan for way too long and you want to start, I want you to give my office a call today at 424-465-9003. That's 424-465-9003. Or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. And you can always visit the KABC website, Click on shows, love, death, and money. All the information for my practice will be on there, including past shows that you may have missed. 
through our iTunes page. And to order a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, you can visit Amazon.com to order the paperback or Kindle version. Again, to reach me, Attorney Nas Baruti, you can call my office right now, 424-465-9003. You're listening to Talk Radio 790 KBC. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like to ask it on the air, call the station right now, 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. Well, we've been talking about estate planning. I know it's an uncomfortable conversation nobody likes to have um, because it's uncomfortable, Uh, Nobody wants to think about the day that they're going to pass away and not be around to see their kids grow up. Um, But it's a conversation that needs to be had. And end-of-life planning is important. Unfortunately, 72% of women and 59% of men in a recent survey said they did not have an estate plan. Now, for many attorneys, this is a good thing. For probate attorneys, it's a fantastic thing. Because they make more money when you don't have a plan. Now, if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And it is not a plan that you may like. Because your estate will have to go through probate court. And probate court is the last place that you want to have your family end up. Because it is expensive, time-consuming, and everything becomes public record. Now... Attorneys, like I mentioned, can make up to six figures when their clients or um, potential clients pass away without a plan. Because like I mentioned, statutory fees are are given to attorneys when they take on probate cases. So I know some huge law firms where their attorneys in their estate planning division only create wills. Some of you may be listening right now and you're like, oh, I'm good. I have a will. A will still has to be filed through the probate court and it has to go through probate. So it still has that process. Now, why would a a firm just create wills? Because their intention is that that person that's going to eventually pass away, their executor or their loved ones are going to come back to that firm that created that will and hired them to help them through the probate process. So they make more money that way. I personally think that it's unethical and many individuals become a target of online resources or uh, printing out uh, forms that you can just type in a couple things and sign it and notarize it and think that you're done. I don't want you to be a target of individuals that want you to have to go through probate, okay? I'm mostly concerned for the baby boomers, for those of you born between 1946 and 1964. Why? Because the majority of the wealth in this nation is in your control. And if you don't have a plan... This is something that you need to be thinking about immediately. There's a lot of urgency for those of you born between 1946 and 1964 to create a plan. Now, baby boomers were in the right place at the right time. Following World War II, this generation experienced immense economic growth and prosperity. Good for you. 
not here to hate as a millennial, not at all. The state of affairs gave them a golden opportunity to accumulate much wealth in their lifetime. They're the wealthiest generation on the planet. Their net worth falls between 970,000 to 1.2 million, according to Fortune. Now, in the late 1950s through the 1980s, many families lived relatively well without having to go to a university. You didn't need to enter six-figure debt to earn a college degree. Home prices were affordable, and this gave them an advantage. Now, the parents of the boomer and boomers will pass down $84.4 trillion dollars in assets through 2045. $84 trillion. Now, many attorneys are sitting back waiting for you to pass away without a plan because this is an opportunity for them for a huge payday. Now, the transfer of wealth will create a wave of changes for millennials in their ability to purchase homes, pay off student debt, travel, And invest in the stock market. It's going to change the world. But many of you right now, many of you baby boomers don't trust your kids. Bottom line, I'm a millennial myself, but I see somehow millennials live their lives. It's chaos. And one of the beautiful things about estate planning is your ability to control from the grave. What do I mean by that? When you create an estate plan, when you are no longer around, you're still able to control how that asset gets distributed. Now, yes, baby boomers are holding 80, almost, they're going to transfer almost $84.4 trillion. But what's important is that they control how these assets are distributed to their children, to their grandchildren, to their great-grandchildren. And you are able to do that with a proper estate plan. If you don't have this plan, nobody's going to be there to enforce what restrictions you would have wanted or intended to place on that asset distribution. Many of you right now listening have children that have drug and alcohol problems or they may be married to an imbecile who's unable to manage their finances or they have a gambling problem. Or you don't want to give anything to your kids. They're they're okay. You're worried about your grandkids. Or maybe you don't even want to give it to any of them. Not your kids, not your grandkids, not your uncles, not your cousins, not your parents. You want to give it to a charity. You are able to control from the grave how your assets get distributed. You could put age restrictions You could put requirements that your children get drug tested. You could put requirements that your grandchildren must attend a college to get a four-year degree. They must hold a job. They must be able to pay for their basic necessities. Or you may distribute just a certain amount per year. This is the beautiful thing about estate estate planning. We need to stop looking at it in a very negative light of, oh, this is, you know, this is talking about taxes and my death. I don't want to deal with this. 
No, make it a positive conversation that this is my last gift to the people that I love. That I know what is best for them because, you know, parents are always like that. You may not know what's best for your kids, but you have the right intentions. I know what's best for them. And this is how I want them to use the money that I leave behind. Or this is my intention with this commercial property that I want to leave them. Controlling from the grave. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. We're talking about the importance of estate planning, especially for those of you that are baby boomers born 1946 to 1964. You are about to transfer $84.4 trillion in assets through 2045. So it is crucial that you have a plan in place because if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you. And trust me, you are not going to like that plan. What better way than to leave your assets to your family, to your loved ones, to your millennial children than through a trust where you are able to control from the grave on how that asset gets distributed. If you need to create a plan and you've been putting it off for way too long, I want you to give my office a call right now, 424-465-9003. That's 424-465-9003. Or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I-Law.com. Again, the number is 424-465-9003. Now, what's surprising, uh, I call many uh, potential clients back. You know, we get a lot of calls because of the show. We've been on the air for a very long time. I've been doing radio for almost 10 years And they always get surprised when I call back because they think an assistant's going to call or a paralegal or somebody else. I always call my clients because I believe when we're talking about estate planning, um, if I have a conversation with you and you tell me all of these important goals that you have and I take some notes and then I give it to somebody else and I paraphrase what your goals are, it's not going to be the exact plan that you would want. So I like to meet with my clients myself. I like to do the plan myself. I like to answer all of your questions myself. So again, if you'd like to make an appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, you can call my office right now, 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. And to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself, You can visit Amazon.com and pick up the paperback or Kindle version. This is a legal guide for women on how they can protect themselves during different stages of life. Again, it's called Love, Death, and Money. You're listening to Talk Radio 790 KABC. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have a legal question and you'd like to ask it on the air, you can call the station right now, 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. To get more information about my practice, you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. The show was on every Monday at 7 p.m., but we moved to Tuesday nights because of the USC Um, games. So for those of you joining us on Tuesday nights, I'm really happy to have you. 
And next week, I'll be hosting the News Blitz all week, so make sure to tune in for that, the KABC News Blitz from 6 to 7 p.m. And to get uh, a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, you can always visit Amazon.com to pick up the paperback or Kindle version. Again, this is a legal guide for women on how you can protect yourself during different stages of life. Now, I understand this book was designed for women, but believe me, men also read this book because the law also applies to you. So just take the cases in there and make them males and apply it to your life. I know it's a it's a pink book, so you may not want to read it in public if you're embarrassed, but believe me, this is information that I've spent over 10 years putting together and um I'm very passionate about this topic. I mean, I can sit here for hours and talk about estate planning and there's so much to cover, but I but I hope that every week when we go over this information, at least one person understands the importance of having a plan because if you don't have a plan, the state of California has one for you and trust me, you are not going to like that plan. And when I see statistics that state two-thirds of Americans don't have a plan it's concerning to me as an attorney so I want to get this information out there and you may be listening and you've created a plan maybe you created it many years ago you haven't looked at it it's time to review it you can always call our office or you have a loved one in your life and you've been trying to convince them to create a plan and for whatever reason they've been ignoring you or they don't understand the importance of it I would recommend buying this book for them, giving it to them as a gift, or telling them to go visit the KABC website, click on shows, love, death, and money, and have them listen to one of our past uh, programs on our iTunes page, love, death, and money. And trust me, listening to this program hopefully will be um, eye-opening for them and they will move. The urgency to get going will be there, usually when this information is shared, it, it's, it's impactful. Um, so again, the book is called Love, Death, and Money, and you can always visit our iTunes page as well to listen to past shows. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention is that many potential clients, when they call and they ask their questions, they're also very honest with me in their creative ways in avoiding creating an estate plan. And I'm always shocked about how creative clients can get to not pay attorney's fees. And they think they're outsmarting this outsmarting the system. And they're not. They're actually creating more problems for themselves. What do I mean by that? I will get many clients who call my office And they'll say, look, I want to do the plan, but I don't want to pay that money. And I'm not here to negotiate my fees, okay? I'm not going to give discounts. I know what I'm doing, the service I'm providing. I'm not at that um, part of my practice where, you know, I'm just looking for clients. I have plenty of clients. So when you call my office, I'm going to give it to you straight. It's your decision when you, if you want to prioritize spending money on an estate plan or spending money on Rams tickets or going to Disneyland with your grandkids. that That's your decision. That's your money. You do what you want with it. But I'm telling you as an attorney, you're going to pay the price later on. And so many people will call and say, 
you know what? I'm not going to create a plan. I'm just going to gift everything to my children right now. That is probably the worst decision you can make. For those of you listening right now, if you think it's better to transfer your home to your child now while you're living because you don't want to pay the legal fees to create an estate plan, you should get a wake-up call, and I'll tell you why. When you transfer your home to your child, if there is an outstanding mortgage, you run the risk of that lender calling your loan and you having to pay back the loan within 30 days, the balance of the loan. So usually in loan agreements, there's something called an acceleration clause, which states that if you transfer title to another individual without prior approval from the lender, they can call your loan. So many people do this and they have no idea that that is in their loan agreement. And the lender can pull the title of the property at any time. If they see that, they have a right to ask you to repay the balance of the loan within 30 days. If you cannot do that, they can foreclose on your home. So be aware of that. Number two, when you transfer a property without receiving any payment, that's considered a gift. So if you want to gift your property to your child, what do you have to do? You have to file a gift tax return. It doesn't mean that you have to pay taxes necessarily, but what is required of you, because you're giving a certain amount in a year, the IRS requires you to report with an appraisal and a gift tax return that you gifted this property worth this much to your child in the year 2023 or 2024. And there is a certain amount that you can gift in your lifetime. And what they do is they deduct the value of that property from the amount that you're able to transfer without any taxes. Some of you have done this and you have not filed a gift tax return and you are going to get penalized. And I'm going to tell you how the IRS is going to catch you because the IRS requests from the county recorder's office all transfer deeds that were properties that were gifted. They will request it from the county recorder's office. Then they will look you up and see if you reported it. If you didn't, you are going to have to pay a penalty. So if you decide to transfer it, you have to file a gift tax return. Now, another reason not to transfer your property to your child while you are alive is it can trigger a reassessment on your property tax. Now, in the past, you could transfer as many properties as you wanted to your children without any increase in property tax. It would stay exactly the same. Usually, property tax increases every year for like 2%, right? So there were many families in L.A. County specifically who had these multi-million dollar properties and they were paying a very small property taxes. It kept getting transferred through family members like parents and generations and generations and they weren't paying a lot of property tax. So they passed Prop 19, which said you as a parent can transfer your primary residence to your child. And if that child occupies that residence, as their primary residence, we won't reassess up to a million dollars. Anything over that, we're going to reassess. 
But let's say you're not occupying that property that your parent transfers to you. They're going to reassess the property tax for current market value. Another reason not to transfer your house while you are living to your child, that creates an opportunity for creditors to come after your child if they get sued. If your child gets into a car accident, if your child is going through a divorce, that property that is now in their name is an asset for creditors to come after. You don't own it anymore. So they're at risk. If they get risk, if they get sued, every 30 seconds a lawsuit is filed in this country, they're going to come after that property. And the final reason you should not transfer your property to your child while you are living is because if there is any potential conflict between you and your child in the future, they decide to sell that property without your consent, which they can do because they're on the deed now, you took yourself off, they can sell it without your approval. So please stop trying to get creative to avoid creating an estate plan. The best thing you can do for your family is to create a plan while you are alive based on your decisions and you being in control over your assets while you are alive. And then if something bad happens and you pass away, then you're still able to control from the grave and then your assets distribute according to how you want it to distribute. If you need to create a plan today and you've been putting it off for way too long, I want you to give my office a call right now, attorney Nas Baruti at 424-465-465. 9003-424-465-9003. Or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. Again, the number to make an appointment with me, attorney Nas Baruti is 424-465-9003. Again, while you are alive, please do not transfer your home to your children. You run the risk of your loan being called. You will have to file a gift tax return. Your property tax can be reassessed. Your child, if they get sued, that property is now up for creditor claims. And if you have a conflict with your child and they possibly decide to sell the property without your approval, they can. So the best thing to do is to create a plan where you are in control of your asset while you are alive. And then when you're gone, that asset can be transferred. Now, I know some of you try to get creative, but this is my way of telling you your creativity is going to get you into trouble. Stop using Google searches. Stop using online resources to deal with estate planning issues. Two-thirds of Americans don't have an estate plan, and the state of California will have one for you, and that plan may not be what you intended for your assets or your children. So the best thing to do is to create a plan while you have capacity and while you are alive. Again, to make an appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, you can call my office right now, 424-465-9003. 424-465-9003. And to order a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself, you can visit Amazon.com. 
You're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Broody on Talk Radio 790 KABC. We'll be back next Tuesday, 7 p.m. And join me next week on the KABC News Blitz. I'll be filling in Monday through Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Have a good night. The Rolling Stone Music Now podcast gets inside the biggest stories with Rolling Stone senior writer Brian Hyatt. And here's Lil Yachty with Tierra Whack. I've never been to a fashion show. I've never did any Paris Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, and I'll tell you why. Because I would always go to events and people would say to me, Oh man, Yachty, man, I love your music, bro. And she'd be like, What song? I didn't even, at the time, I didn't love my music. I always feel like I'm in a room with all these artists and they all respect each other. And I feel like no one respects me. Rolling Stone Music Now, wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen.